for the library is open. We have our guest today, Brian Pitchman. Brian, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Brian is here with us from uh, the Evolve Project. He is the Director of Strategic Innovation. Um, he speaks a lot about innovative technologies and a presenter, and he loves collaborating with libraries. So Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll start from where I began with all this. Uh, so I used to work at a public library in Mokina, Illinois. Uh, I was the Director of IT. Uh, I was started off as a page when I was 16, it was the first job I had. Uh, and then awesome. when I when I turned 18, my director asked if I would like to work full-time for the library as the director of IT. And so I was like, sure. So I did that while going to college for uh, computers, essentially. Uh, and so we I managed the network, the computers, and infrastructure, the whole nine yards. And I was able to build all these really cool automations in place uh, down to the science of a faculty or a, a when the staff can push a button on a computer and it will actually fix the machine. Um, we had we had like automated images and it was it was wow. a pretty streamlined process. Um, I was super smart at one point. Uh, You're still and super then, smart. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, and then uh, I was asked to go to a library conference. And I was like, eh, that's not my thing, I don't read. Uh, and my bosses pushed it pretty hard. She goes, no, you're going, you're gonna learn about more things than just computers. Uh, and I was like, eh, that sounds gross. Um, so she sent me to this conference, uh, the Internet Librarian Conference in California. So it was the first time I ever traveled. Uh, I was kind of kind of nervous, uh, but she forced me to go. Uh, and then I came back with all these ideas because people at the time were talking about, you know, what can we do other than just books? And one of the topics of interest was makerspaces. Mm -hmm. so could you make great things in the library space? And I was like, well, hey, hold up. That's techie. I can do that. Uh, and so I brought that back and, uh, I presented to the board an idea of renovating the entire children's space to be the quote-unquote most interactive and engaging library in the world. Uh, and in order to do that, we only had a budget of $165,000 uh, to basically renovate the entire children's space, which included brand new furniture, painting the walls, doing some demos, uh, and then a whole bunch of new tech as well. And so the challenge was, how can we implement something as big and grand grandiose as we want uh, but limited on that that budget. So we, I actually reached out to different startup companies um, through Kickstarter and Indiegogo. I went through the list of everything that I've ever, ever wanted to put, put money towards, and I asked, hey, would you be interested in working with a library? Um, the, the result of that was actually pretty overwhelming and warm. Uh, people were very excited and more than happy to do so, especially from that like market approach of like, if I was a startup, I had, my population was 20,000 uh, users, so it was a really easy upsell for them that they can get their product out in front of people yeah. relatively quickly. Uh, and so we ended up getting tons of really cool donations. Uh, we had really cool art made. Google came out. We were one of the first libraries of virtual tour done by Google. Cool. And, um, and that's what we built. So we built a really cool interactive library space with maker tech, um, with, with TV screens that you can stand in front of and you can move your hands and you can paint. Um, a whole bunch of really cool interactive pieces. And so uh, that's essentially what happened. Uh, and then after that, there was more startup companies that wanted to use the library almost as a showcase room or a beta test uh, to find out, you know, will the product work? Uh, and so I ended up leaving that to pursue and share kind of what I know and the connections I have with libraries all over the world uh, in the hopes of making interactive, engaging spaces. Cool. So do you still go back and visit your library? 
I haven't been there recently, but I was thinking about swinging on by, um, like maybe next weekend, because uh, I'll be in that area uh, and just see what it looks like today. Cool. That's wonderful. So how did you start the Evolve project? So it was actually me and uh, the building engineer sitting in the boiler room, actually, at the at the library in Mokina, uh, thinking about what can we do to make our library more exciting. So I was telling him about everything I saw at this conference, uh-huh. um, and it resonated with him. And so he goes, well, you know, it's really interesting to see that during the summer reading program, we have a huge spike in uh, users, like a lot of people all of a sudden show up. And so we made a list of reasons why do people show up to the library during the summer, and not necessarily during the school year when it would make more sense, especially from a teen mm-hmm. and kids point. And we plucked it in uh, into, into buckets essentially, and we found that most of the reasons were people wanted fun things to do. Uh, and the library was offering that like playground experience when we ran different craft activities or different programs and events. And so we said, well, we should try to re- rebuild that, but do it all year long. So some of the ideas we had was doing activity story time all day. Uh, and playing a movie on loop and having the crafts always available so no matter at what time of day you can attend activity time instead of just the it was it was scheduled at three times throughout the week um so you know grandma grandpa can even bring their their grandkids in see and that's Um, good because a lot of times people like they work all day they miss story time play time during the day they can go at night brilliant yep uh and so and then we also took it a step farther and we wanted to go visit what visit other libraries. So we visited, I think we did end up doing like 15 different local libraries. We drove out on the weekends. Um, so we did a lot of our like research outside of the, the work day just because we were really passionate, passionate about the project, but we wanted to also learn and understand what other people did. Um, so we visited these other libraries and hung out for like half a day uh, to see how people interacted, what, what the upsells were, what were the uh, struggles or opportunities. Um, and we, made a list and we figured out from there what we had to do in our space to make it, make it the best. Awesome. So one thing I saw when I was checking out your website, um, on your about page, you have a quote that says we are dedicated to changing the way people see libraries. Libraries should be creating stories through innovation, collaboration, discovery, inventions, and interaction. And that's so true today. I mean, we all know in the news about a week ago, there was a, gentleman that wrote a fascinating article on Forbes about libraries Mm -hmm. and um, it quite made quite a stir in the library community. So talk to me about, you know, your mission, you know, why you think it's so important to tell the library stories, um, you know, so the community knows about what the library has to offer. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so I think, I think that's, I think the article, if we want to talk about that too. So I think the article piece highlighted more so that we don't do a very good job at marketing as a, as a library, marketing our services. Right. Uh, and so the library community was able to kind of band together as well as a few outliners um, talking about, you know, I go to my library all the time and they do these different programs. But so when I travel, for instance, uh, different libraries to kind of talk to them about workshops or how to build a makerspace, I always like to engage the Uber driver, whoever I'm sitting next to, uh, just see what they're up to. And they usually will bring up, well, what do you do? I go, oh, I, I go present at libraries. And probably my favorite story was I was in, in Florida visiting and the taxi driver didn't even realize that the library had Wi-Fi. Because he was like, oh yeah, I'm like, I live right across the street from a library, but I have to, I drive to a Starbucks to use Wi-Fi. And he goes, I, I didn't know they would have Wi-Fi. And I'm like, yeah, man, you have to, you have to check it out. Yeah. Um, 
So I think there's, there's a marketing piece we're missing as libraries still. And so when I say changing the way people see libraries, a lot of what I do is I'll attend like a tech conference or a user conference, um, something that's unlibrary related, and I'll hang out and, you know, spitball ideas with different groups. So I was at the Consumer Electronics Show a few years ago, uh, and I got somehow invited to this uh, upper echelon of CEOs and CIOs of, uh, of startup companies, as well as like the CEO of uh, Hasbro was there and a couple other folks. And so it was a, it was a different audience. But one of the folks, um, and I think it was a Hasbro individual, was talking about uh, the challenge with doing pilot programs. There's a huge cost involved of finding whether or not a said product will be viable in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. They have so many good ideas. People submit so many good ideas, they can't view them all because it's just too expensive. Yeah. Um, so I randomly decided to ask, hey, have you ever considered partnering with libraries to do so? Uh, and then all of a sudden, the entire room's discussion was, what can a library do uh, from a pilot program piece? And so some, some of that changing the way people see libraries is, is based off of that experience um, where people didn't realize they can do that, that, that was, that makes sense. Um, the libraries are very good at sharing resources um, right. and showing patrons what, what, how to do things. And so implementing a new product, um, you know, having it out on a floor in a library space, it makes the library look good because they get to pilot something brand new that no one else has. Yep. Uh, and that tech, that company will get benefits of, you know, what kind of data that they gather. Um, did, was it, were people excited to use it? Did it break easily? Uh, and that kind of piece. Nice. Now, I know a lot of the stuff that you do is makerspace and helping libraries get started. I see that you talk a lot about designing interactive learning spaces. Yep. Tell me about one or two that are like your top favorites that you've ever helped a library um, develop or get started. Um, so I'm really big into like the gesture-based computing. I think that's kind of cool and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't directly involved in the project, but in Dayton, Ohio, they have what's called the interactive wall. It's in their admissions wall office. Uh-huh. It's these tiny little cubes that when people walk past these cubes, these digital cubes rotate from a projector screen to show images of campus. Uh, and then as more people walk through, they'll see videos and quotes of what's going on in campus. Uh, and I think that's, that's kind of a huge piece. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of that, so I, I consider, so I don't, I don't like buzzwords, so I don't use the term makerspace or hackerspace or fab yeah. lab. I call it interactive learning space. Um, and whether or not that, that could be, we're taking apart a robot today, we're running a full time on how to start a business. And so, um, probably one of my favorites were a library had, uh, it was a, it was a school district rather, uh, and they're trying to determine, you know, should they get involved in makerspaces? Um, and after I presented, the superintendent gave a grant out to uh, all the different little branches of the school, and whoever applied with the best idea to come up with a makerspace for their for their classrooms um, would win the grant. And I think that was that was probably the coolest thing I got to be part of because I have cool. to I, I I challenged at least a whole bunch of ideas, and then people took the best ideas that I had as well as around um, to get a grant to build their own little space. I think that was that's probably my favorite story. Awesome. You love being a part of that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I noticed another one that um, you're pretty active in is library, um, like learning management systems. So yep. like Moodle, Blackboard. I know we use Moodle here at, at Bywater. Um, 
in the process of helping libraries get ready to transition over to Koha. What has been your experience working with, with those? So I use uh, learning management systems from a perspective of teaching either staff on how to do things, so building a, a curriculum on how to be interactive, customer service, let's learn programming, yeah. um, and building those, those pieces kind of like upsell their skill sets. Um, and then I'm working towards building a open source platform uh, using Canvas uh, to that people can then give to patrons. So I bought a product, let's say I bought little bits, and I didn't know how to begin it. Um, there would be a course associated with it, and they can go through the course, cool. uh, and it's plug play. So anyone that uses Canvas would be able to download it and implement. Brilliant. What's your next conference that you're going to to present at? Uh, the next conference I'll be presenting at would, is going to be in Disney. It'll be the uh, Leading Edge Librarians Conference. Ah, we'll uh, be there too. So that'll be exciting. We'll, we'll definitely have, uh, be able to hang out uh, and talk more. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be a pretty cool conference. They're going to have Disney Imagineers there as well uh, on a panel talking about you know how they come up with their ideas and their projects. So I'm looking forward from, from that piece, especially because it's a non-library piece. Yeah. Uh, but how can that apply into a, a library space? I think it's going to be kind of huge, especially for what I get to do and what I get to play with. Awesome. Well, Brian, this has been um, certainly energetic to talk to you, to hear about what kind of work Thank you're you. doing with libraries and how you kind of started from an IT background but brought so much passion into the library to really get things started. Um, I'm sure our listeners out there would uh, like to look you up so you can visit Brian's um, project at evolveproject.org um, and find him there. And if you have questions, we'll have the link for it in our podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Brian, thank you so much for talking with us today. Cool. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And we'll see you next time on the Library is Open podcast.